Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, ending a bad interview. Part two. Here we go. Okay, so help me out here. In one case, somebody did poorly and you know, I decided I'm going to stop interviewing, right? I'm not too far into it. I'm going to stop interviewing. In the second case, right. eh, I'm, I'm not so certain. I ask some difficult questions and sure enough, they fail. And now I'm certain. Now I feel good and I'm going to stop. Now you're certain, right. so I'm going to stop. So at that point, how do I finish the interview up? Now, do I let them ask questions? How do, how do I transition from knowing I want to say no and getting them out of my office to actually stopping it? Yeah, that's right. How do you transition from knowing to doing, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's let's be clear. Let's be super, super clear here. Once you know, again, you stop interviewing. Now, there's no magic in finishing an interview. That said, it's certainly likely that the majority of your interviews will take the entire time or very nearly the entire time. And by the way, the difference between very nearly the entire time and the entire time is zero Because in the mind of the candidate, close to full-time and full-time an interview is going to seem the same. A lot of our guidance is based on achieving the purpose of the interview and the perception of the candidate, of the manager's, the interviewer's behavior. And whether you go, if you go 35 minutes of a 45-minute interview, no candidate's going to say, oh, well, that must be bad. He finished early. In my head, as I was writing this cast, I was thinking about somebody who 20 minutes into an hour-long interview, you knew that you were done. And if you go the whole distance, that's fine. If you didn't know enough to say no for certain, it's fine to wait. Keep interviewing. Keep gathering data that causes you to be able to say yes, definitely no. But of course, this all begs the question, okay, I know. I finally decided, as you said, either they gave me plenty of ammo or they gave me almost enough ammo. And then I asked them a really tough question and they gave me that last little bit. Okay. What do I do at that point at the end of the interview? Okay. What you do is you end the interview right away. Here's what you can say. Let me give you a couple examples. I have what I need. I know this was short, but my interviews often are, we'll be in touch. Okay. It's simple as that. You can say that. I have what I need. I know this is short, but my interviews often are, we'll be in touch. Sounds pretty easy. (laughs) I think I'm going to memorize that. Okay. But but it's not, it's not, it's not that easy. If they ask, if they get to ask some questions, right? If they say, hey, I, I, can't, I, I have some questions if you don't mind. We recommend you not take questions. Same rationale, risk, and efficiency. Don't do it. You're done interviewing. Okay, you should be done. Their questions that they were going to ask were going to be part of your interview. Well, if the interview's over, they don't get to ask the questions. What do you say if they ask for to ask questions? You say, no, let's not. I don't often take questions at this stage of interviewing. We'll do those later if we get that far. Now, note that when you say at this stage, I don't take questions at this stage, could mean early to them, whereas to you it means the stage at which I've decided not to hire somebody, right? I don't take questions from people when I've decided not to hire them. So we don't say I have what I need, anything for me. No, because then they're going to say, well, I have a few questions. Then you have to sit through questions. And by the way, you don't care anymore. No offense. We're not trying to insult you. We just know that compared to 20 minutes ago, when you had an interest in this person, otherwise you wouldn't have given them an hour, an hour and a half on your schedule. You're clearly not as interested now. 
So don't get sloppy. Don't get lazy. Don't be answering questions you really don't want to be answering. Save yourself the time. Now, there could be more that you would say here, but that depends on the next couple of points in terms of canceling other interviews and and also uh, whether or not you're going to tell them they're declined. But if you want the vaguest statement, you can say, I have what I need. I know this is short, but my interviews often are. We'll be in touch. By the way, I didn't say you did great. Yeah, I noticed that. (laughs) It's a platitude. You don't say it. Okay. And and by the way, if you think you can't be warm and fuzzy to a candidate and say that, you're probably right. When we say you don't need to be tough, you don't need to be rude or mean-spirited in order to give a tough interview, we're not saying you have to be warm and fuzzy. You should be polite. You should be professional. You should ask tough questions. There should be a bit of a distance between you and the candidate because you're not actually thinking about the candidate so much as you're thinking about their skills relative to the job. Because I got to tell you, if you're a high I or high S folks and you start liking a candidate, good luck. As long as you're okay at the end of every year writing a review saying, well, you didn't do that well, but I like you, then that's fine. Heck, in that case, find somebody you like. Don't even bother interviewing. Okay. Interviewing is an artificial reality designed to keep people out. So, You can be cool and professional and a bit distant when you say, I have what I need. Thank you. I know this was short, but my interviews often are. We'll be in touch. That's it. Okay. Now, clearly, if you're going to end the interview early, right, you've decided to know. In many cases, we actually recommend that if there's five people interviewing and one person says no, then the organizational answer is no. So, assuming that, you're going to cancel the rest of the interview. Somebody has three more interviews lined up for that day. You're going to end it now. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard you say that now. Now it's like, Oh, how do you do that? Right. Without. Yeah. We're starting. Yeah. Sure. We're starting to end a little hot water here. I, yeah, I, I know I this so. is going to be hard. For, we, we recommend a lot of things that are not common. They're effective. They're better, but they're not common. Right. <laughs> the idea of canceling the rest of a slate of interviews on a given day is so far from the common practice. We'll console ourselves with the memory of everyone, and I mean everyone who has decried, should we say hated, the interviewing process at virtually every stage. And people say, well, gee, that's different than what I normally do. And I said, well, tell me, what's your experience with the interviewing process? Oh, I hate it. And you're giving me a hard time because I'm recommending changes to it that'll make it better? Really? Then fine. Just stay in your misery. Fine. Go over there and be by yourself. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. Okay. Look, we can't very well tell you to stop interviewing and then have everyone else waste their time conducting an interview that cannot matter. Okay. How bad is that? (laughs) Yeah. And that's what people do. And I think, I don't think it's right. Now, there are subtleties here we need to address. Remember, Manager Tools recommends an all or nothing interviewing approach. If one person says no, we recommend a manager walk away from hiring somebody. So hypothetically, anyone who is interviewing a candidate that's on your slate for that day could cancel the rest of the slate. By the way, that's what I would do. I would only have people interviewing that I trusted in the interview. Okay. And all I have to have is one person say no. Okay. But I'd only have people that I trusted. And if somebody said no, and I trusted them as an interviewer, then I'd say, okay, this person's going to vote no at the end of the day. So no sense in us continuing. But for now, for most managers we know, we recommend this part of our guidance only apply to you, the hiring manager. 
Only you. Now, to tell you the truth, hopefully somebody's seen through this already. The moment you do that and you've got a series of interviews, this brings into play the calculus of who interviews the candidate in what order during the day they're there. Because that makes a difference. But that's different guidance for another time. Now, could you grant this right to somebody else on your team? Yeah. In fact, you probably should grant it to at least your number two. But if they're not ready yet, then they're not ready yet. And you leave it just to yourself to be able to cancel the interviewing day. If you've got somebody who's a really seasoned interviewer, and I mean seasoned not just because they've interviewed a lot, because there are a lot of people who say, oh, I just go with my gut and I just sort of go by touch and feel. You just want to say, really? Really? That's what you do? Oh, you just sit there and just kind of make up questions. And then at the end, you say yay or nay. And then I want to say, okay, who are your last 10 hires? Let's see how good they did. Nobody ever wants to do that. Let's track the people that you hired. Right? That's a big part of developing an organization. How good are the people that you brought on? How much The people that you hired, right? How good are they? Yeah. Those guys who sit around and say, yeah, I've been interviewing for years. I kind of know it by feel. I'm fine. I'm good. Those are the ones who have the right things to say in an interviewing meeting after the fact. And then you realize the people that they've hired aren't that good. And I also feel there are plenty of people who are accomplished professionals who I'm, I'd love to have on my team that I'm not going to have interview anyone because I can't get them to do the interview the way I want. I can't get them to be professional about it. I don't want them being sloppy and lazy and, and being friendly with a candidate. I don't want them making friends. I want them making a decision. So look, there are two ways to cancel other interviews if you decide to do so. Okay, you're in the middle of the day, you've interviewed this person who's going to come to work for you, and you're certain, I'm never going to hire this person. They're a nice person. There are a lot of nice people in the world. I think they're pretty much like 7 billion nice people in the world, but we're not going to hire all of them. So the intersection of nice people and people we aren't going to hire, those two circles overlap almost completely. Okay, it's okay to like them and to not want to hire them. Okay, the first way to cancel other interviews is to tell a little white lie, which by the way, even Mike will tell you from West Point honor training, it's totally okay to tell a little white lie. If you get invited to somebody's house for dinner and the food is awful, but the peas aren't messed up, you could say the peas were wonderful, Mrs. Johnson. Okay. Or, or if she says, how was the lamb? You could say it was wonderful. Thank you so much. I know you spent a lot of time preparing it. Thank you. When in fact you hate lamb and it really wasn't very good at all. Okay. So you simply say, I'm so sorry, something significant is gonna come up, has come up and we're going to have to stop interviewing you. We're going to have to call it a day. I regret this, but we've got work to do and it's going to take all of us right now. And we're going to reach out to you shortly after this to rearrange everything. My apologies. Now, there are people who say, well, I, I don't want to say that. It's, it's funny. They, they tell me, oh, you know, I couldn't say that. Really? You couldn't say that? People write you, email you, they call you, you ignore them repeatedly. You don't, you say, well, I haven't decided yet, so let's leave them on the hook. It's been four or five, six weeks. You couldn't say a little white lie saying I need to cancel the interview when in fact you're willing to tell hundreds of little white lies to thousands of people or thousands of little white lies to hundreds of people by not giving them any information, even though you know full well you're never going to hire them because that's a form of a little white lie too. Okay, let's say I'm one of those type of people. And those people are, are there, right? You said there are two ways. What's the second way? Give me a better yeah, option. Yeah, well, let me just, let, just because I've done it already in this class, let me go back and say that one again. I'm so sorry. Something significant has come up, 
And we're going to have to call it a day. We're going to have to stop interviewing you. We all have a bunch of work to do. We've got a bit of a crisis here. I regret this. And we will reach out to you shortly to rearrange all of this. My apologies. And let me walk you out. And look, do them the courtesy of calling them in two days and say, look, things have changed. I apologize. We're not going to be pursuing you. Tell them their decline. When you've decided 20 minutes into an hour-long interview that you're not going to hire them, we hardly recommend you tell candidates as soon as you've decided, I've decided not to pursue you any further. It's the more professional, frankly, in a way, the more ethical choice. And again, I know people are listening and going, oh, it's not ethical. You're going to hurt their feelings. Oh, please. The number of people who said to me, I interviewed three months ago and I haven't heard anything. I mean, that's probably one of the single biggest frustrations that people have. And when you ask somebody, well, what if I knew that they were going to tell you no? Wouldn't you want to know? I think they're afraid to hurt your feelings. And so they, they can get away with not saying no. And you knowing in three months, well, it is a no, but they didn't actually say no to me. Everybody I've talked to said, oh, gosh, no, please tell me no. The moment it's a no, if it's a no, tell me, please tell me. But those same people say, oh, it sounds too harsh to actually tell somebody no. Well, folks, you can't have it both ways. So look, it's the better choice to tell somebody right up front, I've decided I'm not going to pursue you. But we know many of you will never be able to bring yourself to do it. So we're not going to fall on our swords about it at Manager Tools. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. We think it's not effective. We're not going to say you're fundamentally wrong. We just believe if you want to be a part of the movement to make interviewing more professional and better, we recommend you tell people their decline once you've decided their decline. Look, most candidates hate the interviewing process. Yeah, look, part of that is because they're unprepared. And they know they're unprepared and they're embarrassed and they don't like, people don't like being embarrassed, right? But a not insignificant part of why they hate it is how poorly the system treats them, okay? Lack of information in advance. Why is lack of information in advance always happening, okay? The more information you give people, the better candidates are going to use it well and the poor ones are going to ignore it, right? It, It helps to spread the field by giving them more information, It makes us easier to be lousy at interviewing if we don't share more information, which I think is lame. There's lack of communication about virtually every step of the process. There's poor training of interviewers. Basically, candidates have a low confidence about the process and the outcome that they go through. Hiring, despite its ultimate importance, is arguably the weakest process across all organizations that I know of. It's scandalously bad. And one place it's particularly awful is communication about results. Every candidate hates knowing that a decision has been made, but nobody at the firm is willing to say so professionally. They hate it. So let's be professional about it. Summon your gumption, cinch up your courage, tighten up your latigo, and say to somebody, I give tough interviews. I've decided not to hire you. I know that's hard to hear. Wait, let me go back. I want to say this again. Folks, I want you to notice each of these is a short declarative sentence. This is not one long sentence. Commas and stressful communication moments don't go together. Okay? We're not trying to be Hemingway here, but short declarative sentences work best. So let me start it again. 
I give tough interviews. I've decided not to hire you. I know that's hard to hear. You're not a fit for us in this role. I know I didn't like not knowing status after interviewing. That's why I'm telling you this. I wish you good luck. You're well qualified. I'll see you out. Now, I'll tell you, I know a lot of managers who say, I couldn't say that. And I think, wow, if I were your boss, if I were the VP, you couldn't say that. I'm like, wow, what other decisions can you not make? What other things can you not say? How often are you hiding behind bureaucracy or a process? How hard am I going to have to work to find out what the true answer is? Because I keep asking you what your status is and you keep saying things are going fine. Nothing I said was rude. In fact, there's a part of me, I'm saying it for the benefit of the candidate. Look, my primary responsibility is the company. But I'm not, I'm not so dismissive of the candidate that I think I can just act as if nothing's wrong and tell them a bunch of things that aren't true simply to avoid being professional with them. Look, let me give you another one. Okay, You could also say this. You could say, you're well qualified and I've decided not to hire you. You're not a fit for us in this role at this time. I know it's normal for companies to not give a decision, but I would want one if I were you. I've decided to say no. Good luck. I'll see you out. Now, look, I know what happens here. I mean, both of those statements are reasonable, professional. You can deliver them politely. You don't have to be rude about it. And the more confident you are about delivering them, the better. Okay. I would think is it would be great to be an individual licensee in this case, just because you could print those, those out. You could probably replay this 20 times and write down the words I said. Okay. And by the way, if you've done it a lot, like I have, you can take those sentences and move them around a different order and it still feels fresh and doesn't feel like you're reading from a script. Some of you are going to want to argue with us here. We wish you wouldn't. Okay. First of all, don't argue, just do what everybody else does and tell them you'll get back to them and then don't. <laughs> Just saying that sounds wrong. Okay? If you feel that bad about it, make them interview with everybody else on the on the calendar that day. Even when you know you won't hire them, I call on you to have no courage and to let them waste a whole bunch of time with all of your staff, even when you know you won't hire them. You could call it interviewing practice for your staff. Although I wouldn't want to be the candidate who found out you let them interview with everybody just to have the, your people get interviewing practice. And the second reason is, you know it, we're right. It's the right thing to do. Not that we're right, that we're smart, but you know what the right thing to do. When you've made a decision, you would want to know. We're recommending you choose the harder right instead of the easier wrong. The only value in waiting and not telling somebody this is to protect yourself at the expense of the candidate. And we think interviewing should be tough, but it shouldn't be at the expense of the candidate. Okay, Because, in fact, a tough interview can benefit a candidate, the one that you actually decide to hire. Let's not do things that make it easy for us and hard for the candidate. It's okay to make an interview tough. It's not okay just to make it easy for ourselves and then to know, well, that makes it hard for them, but I don't care. That's not how we treat people as professionals. Yeah. And that's it. Look, stop interviewing when you've decided. Don't keep going. There's risk there. Okay. If you haven't yet completely decided, the thing to do at that moment is to ask one more hard question. 
Okay. That will make it easier for you to say no. Or if they totally nail it, maybe you got a chance to ask them some more hard questions and maybe they stepped up their game in the first 15 minutes. Okay. Whatever you do, don't finish that interview. End it. Okay. Cancel the other interviews if you can, uh, particularly if you're the hiring manager and step up and tell them they're declined. Most of you won't, but some of you will. And you'll say, wow, it's like closing interview. Wow, it really works. And people don't mind it after all. They really appreciate it. Look, once you've decided, you've really decided you're not going to hire somebody, don't continue interviewing. It's a waste of time. There are risks. And look, if you're not going to interview any further, if you've already decided, don't waste company resources. It's hard, but sometimes the right thing is the hard thing. Simple as that. Thanks, my friend. That was awesome. My pleasure, partner. All right. We'll see you. Thanks, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long, folks.